Welcome to the Queen of Pep Talks podcast. I am the Queen of Pep Talks, Jessica Battle, founder and CEO of the Join Jessica XO brand, where I coach, speak, and influence women to improve their mindsets so they can become happier healthier, and more successful than ever before. I am obsessed with helping women create the unwavering ability to believe in themselves in order to achieve a life beyond their wildest dreams. Each week, I'll bring you a series of pep talks that will encourage you to break through your own limiting beliefs and help you develop the mindset that will allow you to show up in your life to the best of your ability. If you're looking to lose your own bullshit excuses, get out of your own way and grow into your infinite potential, Well then, you're in the right place. Are you with me? Let's dive in. Hello, my love, and welcome back to another episode of the Queen of Pep Talks podcast. Happy Monday. I hope that you are having the most fantastic Monday of your whole entire life. I am feeling a little bit better today. This is one of the first podcast episodes that I've recorded since being home from my retreat. And I am so excited because on this Friday's episode, I am giving you a life update where I'm going to talk about all of the things that we did at the retreat. It was the most incredible, incredible time. And I just cannot wait to share that with you. But if I am being completely honest, coming home from the retreat was a bit of a struggle for me. The last week, it's been a week since I've been home, the last week has been a real struggle. Like your girl was riding the struggle bus harder than she's probably ridden it in a really, really long time. But I took some time this morning to really deeply reflect um, after I am finally feeling kind of like back to my normal self after that big event. I think there was a number of things that caused it. Number one, I was away and out of my routine for I think five or six days being at the retreat. And then coming home after all of that adrenaline and all of that planning can be a little bit exhausting. And I'm basically like, quote unquote, on for the entire time, even though I'm sleeping and I'm resting and not everything that we're doing is like strenuous by any stretch of the imagination. It's just like you're on and you're present and you're aware for so long. Whereas like at home, if I just like want to completely like zone out for an hour of my day, I get to absolutely do that. And there's like no one that I'm responsible for entertaining or talking to. And being at the retreat is just giving so much energy day after day after day. And then my period also decided this is TMI, sorry, but not because I share that stuff came a few days later than I had anticipated it. I thought I was going to get it the first day of the retreat. And my body was like, Now, girl, let's do you a favor. How about we hold off until you get home? Literally 10 minutes after I walked in the door from the airport, I got my period. And I never start my period at the end of the day. I always start it in the morning. I know this is like so much TMI, but I think played a role in me feeling so tired. And then I also got bit up like massive mosquito bites on my face that my body ended up having some kind of wild reaction to. And it's just now 10 days after being bit starting to look a little bit better. So I think there were just a lot of things that were playing a role in me being like completely off, not in the mood, didn't feel like doing anything. But so I was reflecting this morning back to the point of the story. Gosh, I was reflecting this morning and I was thinking about how incredible it is that me feeling like off, quote unquote, and not having a great week, like my life is just so different than it would have been 
in the past. Like number one, I really felt like the entire week I was doing the bare minimum. And my bare minimum still meant getting up and hitting the gym, cooking all of my meals, not hitting up the fast food, not turning to food for comfort. I was still doing my journaling. I was still plugging into my business, like doing the things that I absolutely had to do. Like that was my bare minimum. And I'm just so impressed with myself that that's my bare minimum. And then also was looking at my week in business this morning as I normally do at the start of the week. And I made over $9,9500 last week in like a week where I felt completely off. I didn't sell nearly as much as normal, but it's just such evidence of like what I have built for myself and how everything that's transpired over the last four years is such a culmination of like continuing to show up and do the work even when you don't necessarily feel like it, even when you're not in the mood, it's like these things just become ingrained in you and they become a part of who you are. And the habits that right now feel like you're forcing them and it's so difficult to get there, like one day those things will just be ingrained in who you are and they will be your autopilot behaviors and it won't even feel like you're trying to do them. Like that will be your bare minimum. Your bare minimum can completely change. And that's just so wild to me because... In the past, had I had a week where I felt like this, like it would have been an absolute shit show in my life. And now it's like, I'm feeling better a couple of days later and I'm just so effortlessly getting right back into every single thing that I would normally do. And I don't feel bad because I wasn't sabotaging myself. I wasn't beating myself up. Like I wasn't calling myself names. I wasn't doing mean things to myself just because I felt like I couldn't be perfect. And it's like, oh my gosh, like all of the work that I've done on myself for the last several years it pays off. And I'm living and breathing and embodying that today. And it's just such a gift and a blessing in my life. And it's perfectly in alignment with what I want to share with you today, because we're continuing on with our Monday trend, where we are talking about what I wish I would have known on day one of doing something in my life. And on this episode, I'm going to be talking to you about the things that I would do if today was day one of really beginning to change my mindset. And you know, by now, I'm sure if you listen to this podcast regularly, you're probably immersed in more personal development work. You know the way that your mindset plays a role in how you achieve what you want in your life, whether you achieve it or not, how much success you have. Your mindset plays a huge, huge role in that. And I've worked clearly so hard on my mindset over the last several years to be a woman who continues to show up for herself, take action, be consistent, stay dedicated, talk to myself in a kind way. Like I've worked really, really hard to become who I am today. And that little story that I just shared with you about how my bare minimum is what it is versus what it used to be years ago. So much of that is because of the way that I changed my mindset because your mindset plays a huge role in the results that you get in your life. And if you want to change who you are and change the results that you get in your life, you need to start with working on changing the way that you think. So I want to share with you, there are six things that I would focus on. There are probably more like y'all, please take this series with a grain of salt. Yes, these are things that I would focus on in the beginning, but they are not the only things that I would ever focus on. So I'm sharing with you six today, but there could probably be a list of 60 if I really sat down and thought about all the impactful things that I've done to change my mindset. These are some of the starting places where I began And if I could go back and begin again, these are places where I would focus my attention because I know how powerful they are in how I feel in my life and the results that I get in my life. So the first thing that I would do if I was going to change my mindset or work on changing my mindset is I would accept that being who I want to be 
does not have a finish line. And so often, I think when people say that they want to change their mindset, they're thinking about the tangible goal that they want to achieve. They're changing their mindset so that they can get this thing that is outside of themselves. And while I get that, and while yes, changing your mindset will is a direct correlation to like what you're achieving in your life, I don't believe that that should be the only reason in which we're deciding that we want to work on our mindsets. Because when I think about changing my mindset, I'm thinking about changing the person that I am, like changing how I identify myself, changing the standard in which I hold for myself, changing what is and is not tolerable, changing the way that I speak to myself. And that is all so much bigger than just achieving things outside of myself. You will know if you don't already in your life, that achieving and acquiring things outside of yourself does not permanently change the way that you feel, period. Like you can work as hard as you want to achieve all of the things and still not feel the way that you want to feel. For me, changing my mindset was really about how do I feel and experience life the way that I want to feel and experience life? Because I had a lot of evidence for myself that I could do the things that I wanted to do. I could achieve them. I could achieve the weight loss. I found the man in my dreams. Like I could get the better job. I could start the business. I could make good money in my business. I have so much evidence that I can achieve all of the things, but those are not the things that allow me to feel and experience life the way that I want to feel and experience life. So if you're going to decide that you're going to immerse yourself in personal development and work on changing your mindset, you have to really understand that there is no finish line to that. You have to continue to work on your mindset. It's not a, oh, I did it yesterday and now I'm done. It's a continued practice, especially when you're undoing years or decades of negative self-talk, of having no self-awareness, of having a shitty relationship with yourself, of complaining, of looking for the bad things in life, of having no self-accountability. Like, Those things don't change overnight. You have ingrained habits in you, and it may take years and years and years to change those habits. Like I've been working on myself for over a decade, seven years of which have been heavily immersed in mentorship, coaching, working on my mindset. So in seven years, have I become what I identify as a very, very different person? Yes, 100%. Does it still require my effort and energy and attention? Yes, 100%. So don't lose sight of the fact that this is a forever game. This isn't, I'm going to do this in the short term for a little bit. And then my mindset is going to be great for the rest of my life. It is a practice. And you want to accept that being who you want to be, there's no finish line to that. You should be working on yourself every single day in order to become your favorite version of you. I read this recently, like instead of saying the best version of you or your highest self, like think about your favorite version of you. Who is that person? If you want to be your favorite version of you, that's probably going to require you to consistently be checking in and monitoring like, hey, am I being my favorite version of myself? It's a forever, ever journey. Okay. The second thing that I would work on is developing my self-awareness. I think that this is so critical and so crucial if you're wanting to change your mindset, because so often in life, we have very little self-awareness. It's wild to think about how unaware I was of how I was behaving in my life up until like seven years ago. I was absolutely just going through the motions of my life day to day. This is what we do. This is how we act. This is what we say. This is who we are. 
far with no awareness of how who I was being was playing a role in how I felt. When you can see the correlation between the way that you think and the way that you behave and how that impacts the way that you feel, that is you developing your self-awareness. When you recognize, hey, I've been doing this thing that doesn't really make me feel very good. I probably want to work on changing that. That is you having self-awareness. When you are able to sit and have a conversation with yourself and have the foresight to say, doing that isn't going to make me feel so good about myself. I'm probably not going to do it. That is self-awareness. And most people, it's shocking and mind-blowing once you develop self-awareness. It's shocking and mind-blowing to see how many people are just going through the motions of their life and have actually very little self-awareness of who they're being, how they're thinking, how they're speaking, how they're behaving, and how all of those things are playing such a huge role in how they feel from day to day. So work on being more self-aware. Throughout the course of your day, stop and pause and ask yourself like, hey, how am I feeling right now? How are these behaviors that I just participated in? What is the impact of that right now? And maybe for you, that's around your relationship with food and having these conversations after you eat. Maybe for you, it's around your relationship with the tasks in your business and how they make you feel. Maybe for you, it's around your finances and spending money and checking in and asking yourself how your interactions with money make you feel wherever you're trying to improve your mindset. Start paying attention to the behaviors and the thoughts that you have around doing those things and check in with yourself from time to time. Every couple of hours, it doesn't have to be every five minutes, but you do want to start to create a practice where you're like asking, hey, how am I feeling about who I'm being right now? right now, becoming aware of that, and then choosing to make the changes that are necessary for you to start feeling the way that you want to feel in your life. Huge, huge step towards changing your mindset. The next thing that I would do if I if I could go back and like understand this concept in my life two decades ago, I would be just a completely different person. I would work on really grasping and understanding that I am in a relationship with myself. And then I would start doing the things that allow me to value, develop, and nurture that relationship. This has been a game changer for me. And I don't even think it's something that I learned somewhere. If it is, I do not know where I learned it. I believe that I just started to have these realizations for myself of like, when I started having, you know, the conversations, the hard conversations with the self-awareness and checking in with myself, I began to realize that like, if I'm navigating a back and forth conversation with myself, prompting myself with a question, having a response, responding to that response, changing my behavior, like that is very much a relationship, right? Where I get to play two different characters basically in this conversation. I know it sounds kind of nuts, but I swear it will change your entire life. When you recognize that you're playing two roles in your life, you can decide to develop that relationship in a really beautiful way. And you can decide to start being a person to yourself that you would want to be in a relationship with. Like, how often are you meeting yourself with, oh, I'm not really feeling that good about myself today. Like, maybe I've been participating in these behaviors that don't feel so great. And then you're meeting yourself with, well, of course, you're a dumb piece of shit, like going off on yourself, being mean to yourself, offering yourself just criticism and hate. What if instead, when navigating that conversation, you approached it as if the person you were having that conversation with actually loved you, actually trusted you, actually respected you, actually was honest with you, actually cared about your feelings? Imagine how you would feel differently throughout the course of your day if every time you navigated a back and forth conversation with yourself, they were kind and they were honest and they were compassionate and they were loving and they were trustworthy and they were respectful. 
Imagine how your relationship with yourself would blossom. And I think about it as like, if I wouldn't choose to be in a toxic, violent, and abusive relationship with another person, why am I choosing that type of relationship for myself? So if you can start to develop that relationship by asking yourself, what do you want to feel in relationships with other people outside of yourself? What are those things? What are the characteristics that you appreciate from other people who you choose to be in a relationship with? And then ask yourself, how do I start giving that to me on a daily basis? And if you start nurturing you, my gosh, your whole entire life is going to change for the better. The next thing that I would focus on, number four, would be to practice gratitude more often. I am willing to bet that there are things that you have in your life right now that you have waited a lifetime for, things that you've wanted for a really long time. And I want to ask you, are you taking those things for granted? Are you appreciative of those things every single day? I was having a conversation actually this morning in Voxer with one of my clients. I was in the MBS membership. Shout out to all of my MBS membership clients. I love you guys to absolute pieces. I was chatting with them um, this morning, catching up on messages, and a lot of them were sharing how it's getting cold where they are. A lot of them are in the Northeast like me, and it is getting chilly, and it is getting dark earlier, and all of the leaves are falling off of the trees, and it's a little bit sad. And one of my clients came in, and she's like, she lives in California, and she was saying how she doesn't even think about the fact that like there are seasons for people where they can't really get outside and they can't get sunlight and they can't get fresh, warm air on their faces. And she was saying how like she's been taking this for granted a little bit and she hasn't been as appreciative of something that she should be appreciative for. And it wasn't in a way that she felt bad about herself or was angry about herself, but it just put things into perspective for her of like, wow, like not everyone has this. And I think sometimes we take our lives for granted with the assumption that Everyone has what we have. And I was just saying this to Chris last night. We were watching a show about um, chocolate and they were talking about all of the child labor that goes into creating chocolate and how chocolate is, you know, this huge, I think they said $140 billion per year industry. And what I was saying to Chris, they were talking about the child labor children in parts of Africa. And I was just saying to him, like, do you ever think about how fortunate you are to have been born the person that you are today? Because you could have been born a person who was used for um, child labor, was trafficked for child labor, trafficked for sex, or there are so many possibilities for our lives, how we could have come here somebody else. And instead, we have this incredible life. And I think sometimes you just need to snap back to reality and put things into perspective and choose to be grateful for the things that you have in your life right now. It doesn't mean that you can't want more, want change, or want better for yourself. Of course you can. But at the same time, we have to constantly be meeting ourselves with gratitude, because if not, It's just so easy to fall into the trap of like enough is never enough because you're always looking in your life for where you want more instead of looking in your life for all of the incredible things that you have right now. So if you want to feel better in your life, if you want to have a more positive outlook, a more positive mindset, a healthier attitude, start practicing more gratitude in your life. Take a survey of the things that you have in your life that you're appreciative for and remind yourself of that every single day. And I don't recommend just focusing on the big, huge things in your life. Like sure, yes, be grateful for your kids and your health and your house and your job. Like yes, be grateful for those things. But also what else? Like be grateful for the little things in your life that a lot of people actually don't have access to. Okay. 
The next thing that I would focus on, number five, would be to watch your language. I think this is one of the most important things that we should be doing, is paying attention to the way that we speak to ourselves. Very much so goes back to the relationship that you have with yourself. If you were in a relationship with someone who loved you, would they be saying mean things to you? Would they be dwelling in what's not working and constantly picking fights and throwing pity parties? No, they would be focused on the things that are working and the things that are incredible and celebrating, right? Are you focusing on all of the things that you don't want to see in your life and complaining all of the time about it? Or are you looking for the things that are going your way and being appreciative and grateful for that? Are you seeking out what you want to see? Because in life, you see what you're looking for. And a lot of that is created with your language because we believe what we tell ourselves. So if you're telling yourself, this sucks, I don't want to do this, I'm miserable, nothing ever works out for me, I don't have anything that I want, nothing is ever going to be good enough for me, I just need to have more before I can be happy, you're going to believe all of those things. But if you start saying things to yourself like, I'm so grateful for everything that I already have, everything is always working out for me, my attitude and perspective is always my choice, like, you get to decide how you're going to feel. You're listening to what you say to yourself and you're going to believe what you tell yourself. So stop fighting for the things that you don't want to be feeling anymore. If you don't want to feel like shit, stop telling yourself that you feel like shit. If you want to feel good in your life, start telling yourself that you feel good. And I know that it seems so simple, but this is a practice I had shared somewhere recently that this was a practice that I had gotten away from doing. And I really want to bring it back. And I really need to bring it back because it was so impactful for my life in the beginning of changing my mindset. Before my feet would even hit the floor in the morning, I would sit up and I would say, today is going to be a great day. Today is going to be a fucking fantastic day. Today is going to be the best day of my life. Today is going to be the day that I always dreamt of. And does it always turn out that way? No, of course not, because it's life and not every day is fucking fantastic. But you can set the intention for yourself on how you want to feel that day. So start paying attention to the way that you're speaking. And then the final thing that I would do, something that I've done since the start of really working to change my mindset at some periods of my life more consistent than others, but I'm so happy to say that this is a part of my mostly daily practice, is to start a journaling practice for yourself. Find a way to get in touch with what you're thinking and feeling most days of the week. I would love to say every day, but it's just not realistic. But start a journaling practice. Start, you know, whether that's free writing, whether that's finding prompts that you want to answer and reply to online, whether that's in a course that you're working on on with a coach, whether it's inside of the Create Joy Journal. This is exactly why I created this journal was so that I had a place to start focusing on my mindset for like five to 10 minutes every morning, but just getting my head right. The start of your day is such a powerful, powerful time. And I've noticed as of recently, I'll probably be sharing more about this in the coming weeks, but I have been working on creating a different routine for myself because I've realized that the routine that I've had over the last couple of weeks, even maybe month or so, it just doesn't feel like it's working for me anymore the way that I want it to. I'm finding it easy to put things on the back burner. I'm not feeling creative. I'm not feeling like I'm excited about my days anymore. So I'm working on changing things around. I, one of the things that I was doing was I was putting off my journaling because I was leaving the, to go to the gym first thing in the morning with my husband 
my journaling wasn't my first thing anymore. It was the gym first thing. And while the gym first thing is great for me and it feels fantastic, I actually feel better when I prioritize my mindset and work a little bit first before I go to the gym. Because then I'm not just thinking about all the things that I have to do all day long. It's like I took an hour or two hours to be intentional with my morning, to do things that are so easy to put off then when the day gets away from me. And I know that the gym is something that I'm going to go and do, period. Like I'm not going to put it off because I genuinely love it and want to do it. So I'm not going to put it off. So I'm working now on changing my days around so I can get back to putting my journaling practice first thing in the morning because that's how big of an impact it has on me and how I feel throughout the course of the day. So find a journal, whether it's a blank journal and you get prompts for yourself or whether it's a guided journal like the Create Joy journal that I have created and use every single day and have used every single day for the last like four years. Link is in the show notes if you want to purchase. Start a journaling practice. It doesn't matter what it is. Just spend some intentional time focusing on some of these things that I talked about today. Be accountable to yourself. Be honest with yourself. Set intentions. Practice gratitude. Celebrate yourself for the things that you're proud of. Work on deciding how you want to feel that day. Get clear on the life that you want to live for yourself and then ask yourself, who do I need to be today to live that life? None of this is going to change overnight and none of it is ever going to look perfect. Mindset work is not this thing where it's like you're going to get to this place of perfection where you never have a negative thought ever again in your life. I was just sharing with some of my clients over the weekend in one of our calls there are thoughts that I have that I'm still like, don't feel great about the fact that I'm having them. Like wish that I wasn't having these thoughts, not related to my body, not related to food anymore, but still related to other things in my life. Being completely transparent. One of the things that I've been struggling with recently is my relationship with my dad. It's just been really, really hard for me to navigate. And some of the thoughts that I'm having, I'm just not the most proud of the fact that I'm having them. But it's my truth. You're never going to be in a place where your mindset is perfect and happy and positive all the time. You're a human being. Accept the fact that there is duality in life. There are highs, there are lows, there is happy, there is sad, there is all of it and everything in between. But you can become a more positive, more fulfilled, happier person by working on changing what is happening between your two ears. And what I shared with you today are some really incredible starting places, okay? If you loved this episode, I would love to hear that. If you want to send me a message on Instagram, or share this episode with your audience. Also, if you have not already, it would mean the world to me if you left a rating and review on the Queen of Pep Talks podcast. I appreciate you guys helping me get the message out to the entire world. Leaving ratings and reviews is such an incredible way for us to grow the show by getting in front of listeners who aren't already familiar with me and my message, okay? I love you guys to absolute pieces. I hope you have the best Monday ever, and I will talk to you on the next episode of the Queen of Pep Talks podcast. See ya. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you were inspired by today's pep talk, be sure to share it with me by leaving a rating and review on iTunes so I can keep the encouragement coming your way. I hope you know that your support in helping me grow the podcast this year, it means so much to me. If we aren't already connected on social media, head over to join Jessica XO on Instagram or join the join Jessica XO free Facebook community for even more content that will inspire you to show up in your life to the best of your ability. Make sure you check out the show notes of today's episode for links to freebies, upcoming opportunities to work with me and ways that we can stay connected outside of the podcast. I love you so much. And I cannot wait to chat with you on the next episode of the queen of pep talks podcast. In the meantime, go fuck this day up in the best way possible.